Hello and welcome to the 77th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation and, you know, scripts and the like, paid media and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that's already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts or even cutting spend on your data analysis tool just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on facebook twitter or instagram with the handle mindswan ppc now um on this episode on the cusp of my birthday oh it's midnight so it's not my birthday anymore <laughs> yeah and um yeah and this um late midnight um evening i um lead uh, i i go through the episode where Julie Bocchini leads us on the topic of challenges with remarketing and how to do it better. Um, and yeah, there is definitely, um, yeah, plenty ways, plenty challenges and, and lots of ways to do things better, especially the research phase. I find, um, yeah, knowing which audiences is actually going to result in anything and, you know, the audiences that you feel that you should do, you know, special messaging and, you know, just how we can shift. Yeah, it does take a lot of patience. So yeah, let's see whether our experts agree with us on agree with me on that one even so um yeah going on to question one um julie asks are you currently doing remarketing for some all of your clients or accounts if so on which platforms um so yeah remarketing was something that um i used to do with my previous financial clients um that i do uh, some the, the guys that i stopped working with just um uh, just over a month ago now, um, much of my relief was a bit of a stressful time. And um, so, yeah, the platform was mainly just on Google. They gave us the audiences from Adobe and we implemented them on Google AdWords. Um, so, yeah, Julia Vice replies, yes, but I have the fun of having several clients who won't allow site pixeling. Oddly, they are the ones that ask the most remarketing questions. Yeah, funny. Um, Julia Bettini replies, Google and Facebook for me. Um, and then Julia continues, Julia Vice continues saying, mostly on Google, but sometimes with Quantcast, Criteo, Facebook and Bing. Matt Loza replies Facebook and Google. Um, Mark Gustafson replies anywhere and everywhere. I'm a lot more in Facebook um, remarketing though. So doing a lot of stuff there. I love remarketing and buyer journey. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, I mean, Cabra also replying saying Google AdWords and Facebook. Going on to question two, Julie Bacchini asks, what do you generally find are clients' expectations for remarketing campaigns? Does it differ at all by platform? Um, and Anna Blanken, but then um, goes on to answer question one, saying remarketing on Google. Um, Robert goes, Robert Brady goes, yes, Google, Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Vice replies to question two, saying often they don't know what to expect. It's either expecting remarketing to do everything from fixing product issues to watering crops and smoothing irritated skin to just getting more coverage. Um, Amalia Flower replies, all the leads, all in all caps. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Yiz Segal replying to question two, saying something that it will retrieve all their lost clients. Some know of it as a buzzword, but unsure of what exactly it is. And some realize searches are part of a funnel of sort and that remarketing is for those at a different stage, but want rowy stats. And then we've got Mark Gustafson replying to question two, saying cheap results. And for the most part, that's what you're 
um, Rowie is too. There are select cases where remarketing doesn't make sense for some high CPA, lower ROAS than prospecting. And a Blanken replies question two saying remarketing is tricky for lawyers. Either the audience kill it and you get all sorts of cases or the audiences are filled with junk traffic and you get nothing. So yes, and that's the bit of the whole researching as to which audience will actually work. So yes, a lot of it can be junk traffic. Amit Kabir replies to question two saying clients generally expect a lower CPC or CPA and better lead quality. Matt Lozar replies to question two saying I work in recruitment and our research showed that returning website visitors converted twice as much as new visitors. We look more for conversions, but also just to stay in front of that engaged audience yeah very good thinking Doug R. Thomas replies to question two saying I feel companies assume that retargeting is a magic bullet that their core offer is fine and they just need to beat people over the head with it to a stick <laughs> yeah no and that's why there's something such as something called frequency capping you keep on showing people the same ads over and over and over again and they will get annoyed and block you um, so, yeah, Mother Fowler continues her answer to question two, saying clients also tend to forget that you have to continue to feed the funnel at the top or there isn't any relevant traffic to remarket to anymore. It can't be stand a standalone strategy. Julie um, Bricini replies to question two, saying, I find most clients have a basic understanding of ads that follow you around, but don't necessarily have a clear idea of how they can be effectively used. Love it when I get a client who does have thoughts and things we can try. Colin Slattery replies to question two, saying the expectation, if they have one, is generally massive lead volume at rock bottom prices. Rock bottom prices often attainable, but massive volume Often not. So yes, if you're bringing the costs very, very low, at some point you're going to sacrifice volume. Mark Gustafson replies to question two, um, again saying, I haven't had clients not understand, to be honest. A lot of times clients will start with just Facebook remarketing coming from search. And then Dogar Thomas continues his answer to question um, two, saying, I think it's also seen as a way to get guaranteed visibility and get over junk display traffic when the ad pixels are just as compromised as the analytics pixels. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Julie Bicini replying, uh, replying to question three, saying, what is a remarketing campaign that you thought was awesome, one of yours or one you were on the receiving end of what made it great? Um, one thing that we actually really did have as a good remarketing um, campaign for a client that did um, B2B electronic sales was when we... Um, we, we then specifically excluded, we, we, we wanted to target new customers. It was a big thing. We knew re, returning customers, um, you know, liked our products. They were cheap and they were coming in in the floods. Um, but new customers and getting new customers in was a difficult thing. So we need, wanted to do a new customer offer, like a 20% offer. So for some campaigns, um, for like you know, a lot of our high volume campaigns, we do an exclusion of all our returning customers. So there was only new customers that saw the ad copy. So we had dedicated ad copies showing the 20%, you know, offer of, um, you know, your first purchase of, of, of when you buy, when you came to the website and that did really well and actually brought in a lot of new customers. So yeah, we had a nice influx of volume of new customers with that. And that's where we then, when then we then got him, them through the door, remarketing 
was a lot easier. And that's what um, one of our experts earlier on said about it's not a standalone. Um, doing just messaging to just returning customers is not a standalone um, strategy. You also have to do it with in tangent with the strategy of how you're actually going to get new customers through the door. And in answer to question three, we've got Mark Gustafson going, testimonials are fire, give me some UGC creative and throw up stars, 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 and watch the money flow in. Emma Franks replies to question three saying, um, in-platform remarketing on Facebook, video views, audiences, and lead form audiences have been a great cost-effective way to nurture and qualify leads. Looking forward to more platform adopting. Julie Bicini goes on to question four um, going, what is a remarketing campaign that you thought was awful, one of yours or one you were on the receiving end of? What made it awful? Um, and then, yeah, Julie um, <laughs> puts in a, a nice note because we all have our acronyms when talking about paid media. And um, well, yeah, we love our acronyms even. Please define your acronyms. Not everyone knows what they mean. Um, yeah, so Julie, advice replies to question four saying most of the ones I'm asked to do, just use the same creative, same landing page, pass the audience. Why? Ugh. Um, so yeah, we've got, um, Amalia replying to question four saying, my husband got to love him, but he's not usually marketing savvy. Noticed that a clothing store was remarketing to him after he completed the purchase. It made him so mad. Yes, I get those kind of ads a lot too. Very annoying if I've actually made the purchase. Don't remarket me the exact product that I've 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 um, purchased. Same color, same everything. If it's a pair of shoes, I get remarketed. Same color, same size, everything after I've purchased. Maybe remarket me a bag or a dress, a nice dress that the shoe will go with. I don't know. Don't remarket me the same product. Um, so yeah, she continues, exclude converted audiences. In conclusion, any campaign that does not exclude converted audiences. Yes, totally agree with that one. Orlando Valencia replies to question four, saying anything that retargets me with the product I already purchased and email remarketing in general. Ye Sigal replies to question three, saying I built a remarketing campaign where the ad groups were segmented by themes. It was for fishing equipment company. The ads were tied directly into the topics and themes of the placement instead of something different generic and worked pretty good um yeah this this is um question three where he's answering the ones that have done well um so colin slattery replies to question four saying and most of them the ones that don't cap the impressions and that stalk you everywhere forever so yes no frequency capping is bad sam lalone replies to question three saying when 99 percent of placements are on mobile apps especially game apps and the campaign is supposed to be b2b lead gen so yeah that's actually answered to question four even so what has not worked well uh so amalia fala goes yes oops was it me might have been me in terms of responding to um do uh, saying what your acronyms are so rlsa means remarketing list for search ads Julie Bicini replies to question four saying, I agree on the already purchased ads that is maddening for all, not just marketing folks. Also campaigns that essentially, don't you want this? How about now? Maybe now. Okay now. So yes, no frequency camping. Convince me to take the step further or make a nice discount offer like we did for new customers. Mark Gustafson replies to question four, a nice all caps <laughs> tweet here. All remarketing that doesn't address why I didn't buy on initial contact address pain points. Do show me the same GD creative as the first time. Um, so, yeah, 
that's a that's an interesting one for people who are yeah do don't um change their messaging depending on remarketing and a blanket then replies to question four saying please don't follow me around if i already booked your hotel also if you really want me to buy that handbag can you at least offer me some money off after the 20th time you've shown me the ads so yes the whole um don't remarket to converted customers and yeah put in frequency capping full disclosure i have totally forgot to cap impressions and exclude converters on my own campaigns i'm only human oh that's a very humble acceptance there um clear varnfield replies to question four saying lookalike audience facebook ads which retarget to me after i've made a purchase what a waste of money so yes the the, the general consensus for question four is yeah frequency capping and do not remarket to your a converted audience and um yeah emma franks gives us a different point of view here um for question 14 agree with others saying creative offers to both prospecting and remarketing audiences i love data and it's great to see how one audience performs versus another but i fully admit it's just lazy advertising taking the time to customize creative even a little is worth it. Yes, Seagal replies to question 14, already purchased ads, ads that are inappropriate to media being consumed or on remarketing campaigns that go on way too long, especially they don't change their ads. So yeah, similar to the whole don't change the creative that you're using. Julie Bettini replies to, um, gives on question five saying, do you have any kind of standard practice you use when setting up remarketing campaigns? And then we've got um, Julia Vice replying to question five saying, yes, get yourself a checklist first. Next, set up the reason for your remarketing. Is it form drop-offs, repeat store visits? Next, exclude your converters or at least limit the time between visits, build new creative and label, label, label everything. Yisigal replies to question five saying setting time limits, excluding audiences, have two ads, one for the cognitive route and one for the effective route. Yeah, that's an very like specific um strategy there um orlando valencia replies impression cap don't be that guy mark gustafson says check middle um channel funnel in analytics reference time lag report path length report create audience windows or funnels accordingly um multi-channel funnel even check multi-channel funnel in analytics even reference time lag reports path lens reports create audience windows or funnels accordingly julie piccini replies to question five saying i'm all aboard the segmenting train if things are not set up to be easily segmented into the audiences we need i get to work on that first also i often like a series of ads not just one Emma Frank replies to question five saying negative audiences, just like embedded negative keywords for search. If we are targeting a remarketing audience in one campaign or ad set, we better be excluding it from others. Also, tracking and excluding people who convert so they aren't hit up twice. Um, and then, yeah, Amalia um, Fowler replies to question five saying exclusions from placements, two, excluding and inc including audiences, three, not phoning in the creative, four, impression caps profit um and then yeah julia vice says the next t-shirt is here yes i've reached peak ppc chat level fame yes that is a really good tip for um remarketing and show assumptions that should just that should just be worn at all paid media conferences um dogar thomas replies to question five um going set up the reason um, Colin Slattery replies to question five saying I'm totally seconded on the series. Put them in a series of audiences with different ads and different offers. 
And in agreement to um, Emma Franks um, talking about negative audiences, um, where she says, just like embedded negative keywords for search, if we are targeting a remarketed audience in one campaign or ad set, we better be excluding it from others. Um, Mark Gustafson replies, this one right here too. No way to screw up your efforts better than having bottom of funnel audiences boost your prospecting performance. And then we've got Julie Buccini, um coming in with question six, saying, how do you handle remarketing with small audiences um, or too small a true market in yeah with those areas I just tend to really just exclude them and um, just make them work within like yeah our normal marketing or paid search activity there um, in answer to question six Amalia goes this is where I'm torn I try to generate more traffic but sometimes it's so niche that all I'm generating is poor quality traffic that isn't worth remarketing to anyways so I'm looking forward to your answers Julia Vice replies to question six saying this is a tough one on Google I like to lay it onto another cluster using observation mode so yes observation mode is something that we use and which is what I count as is just the normal activity that can give some simple early data in other cases I try to build the audience boost your prospecting traffic to get to a place where the audience is big enough um Dogar Thomas replies to question six saying it's okay you don't have to do remarketing re-engage folks through other means say hi and ask about their kids at an event email people who've converted with a good offer sponsor something your audience likes support your local NPR not sure what NPR is I think that's an American thing um and then yeah we've got Mark Gustafson replying to question um Six saying, well, Facebook's minimum size is 20, so always impossible here. Hit them with reach and frequency. If you don't have to convert, uh, if you don't have volume to inform middle level, uh, middle uh, level funnel, then trust your instinct as a marketer and get in front of that audience. Search, yeah, just go to Facebook instead. Um, so yeah, I think Mark Gibson is definitely one of those that needs to listen to um, Julie Buccini's um, PSA of defining what your acronyms are um julie Piccini replies to question six saying sometimes you have to explain that it's not possible which no client wants to hear i'd go hard on trying to build an email list for these type of clients um and then yeah mark gustafson replies to question six saying a huge miss for smbs is the ability to put in sweat and have impact you can see everyone that engaged with your ad dm them telling them you want to give them a discount if you're small do things that don't scale and then we've got John Kagan replying to question six, going, um, try to go higher up the funnel or larger audience to build the audience. And then Julie comes in with question seven, saying, what are common issues or roadblocks that prevent you from doing remarketing in the way you might want to? Have you found any solutions or workarounds for them? And in answer to question seven, we've got John Kagan replying, saying legalities, um, i.e. healthcare, can't do Google remarketing. To question seven, we've got Julia Vice going, um, client, you can't pixel outside me. Hmm, okay, I'll work around it. Client, are we getting rid of the results we need? How do we re-engage our visitors? Me, dot, dot, dot. That's my remarketing challenge in one act play. Amalia Fowler replies to question seven, legalities, limitations with creatives. Not having pixel data is probably the biggest one. Um, to um, question seven, Julie Bicini answers going um, websites that make traffic 
tracking important events like a purchase or form fill damn near impossible need clear data points to build audiences for targeting and exclusion it's great when they are open to modifying the site lots of times they aren't or can't um yeah Emma frank's also replies question seven same most common pushback why should i pay for a user twice i got them to have the site um got them to the site and they didn't convert why pay to bring them back um second one we don't believe in pixels or infosec um, our legal team won't let us mostly going away. Um, number three, we don't have any other creative or landing pages to use. Yes, Segal replies to question seven, saying two small audiences lists for specialty and local providers haven't found where remarketing or media is too expensive for the audience layout to the clients, where combined or cost for acquisition is too high, exclude paid traffic. Mark Gustafson replies question seven saying creative handcuffs clients that won't make stuff for me. I guess I'll serve the same creative and not maximize results. For me, stressing creatives roles is huge in selling Facebook now. Audience sizes another and the Facebook algorithm working so well when going broader. Colin Slathery replies to question seven saying issues with getting appropriate creative and legal are the big ones I've run into as others have mentioned. And Blanken replies to question seven saying remarketing lists for the legal industry will get flagged frequently using analytics to build the audiences seems to either slow the process of getting flagged or avoid it altogether. Also remarketing to YouTube audience is helpful. And then we've got Julie um, giving, ans- giving question eight even saying, what do you wish clients knew or did with their websites to make it remarketing easier? Oh, some very great tips here. Starting off, um, Segal replies they, that they can't just remarketing back remarket back to the same page and it'll be all good. And I wish they would set up within their analytics funnel stages so that remarketing can deal with each independently and consciously. So yes, some advice for you to give your clients. Um, Julie Buccini replies to question eight saying use separate URLs and don't have things reload in the same page or URL. Tracking is so much easier when you have separate URLs. Fill out a form, go to a thank you page, complete a purchase, go to a thank you confirmation page, make unique pages for remarketing ads too. Um, yeah, Amali rep- replies to con- um, response to Julie's answer there saying, oh my God, yes, please have a thank you page. Also because those things have a large opportunity too for surveys or redirecting, sorry, redirecting the customer or email list signups, but also tracking. Mark Gustafson replies to question eight saying, create specific landing pages addressing the pain points I'm addressing in the ads. Also nice for building funnels when you can send them to a typical landing page and optimize for a lower level event like um, VC or, uh, or ATC, which requires site navigation. So um, I think that's using video or um Oh, which one's what's ATC again? I'm sure it's an acronym we've used in the past. Uh, Marcus Tosson then continues saying categorize URL so I can just use a URL contains a subfolder. Um, Emma Frank's reply saying grant me Google Tag Manager access. So many fun remarketing opportunities. See my recent slides on the topics and I will give you guys the link to that slide that Emma shared. And then in answer to question eight, we've got John Kagan saying single page sites are fun and cute, um, but 
um, and all, but a nightmare for trying to build audience behavior lists of make your sites digestible, deep, and navigatable, but not overwhelming. Dulo Vice replies to question 18, having an app with some content, not just purchases, those deep links help build a whole owned channel of your right on people's phone. Yeah, sorry. Those deep links help build a whole owned channel of yours right on people's phones makes that app sing. And then we've got Amalia Fowler replying to question eight saying also a smaller note, but if you are a franchise or have stores in several locations and each have a website, don't make the form common for them. All that makes uh, that means we track all forms, not one. I wish more people knew to think about this when building businesses. Um, she continues with saying also businesses within their businesses, i.e. restaurants within hotels, make sure you can track separately. And then Julie Bicini gives the last question of the chat saying, is there a feature or capability you wish was available for remarketing that currently is not available? Um, to that, we have got Amalia replying saying, I realize this will likely never happen, but I really wish third-party booking systems like OpenTable and Jane App allowed for GTM analytics installs. We can't exclude audiences that convert this way and it's bad remarketing. Um, and yeah, and I think... Um, Actually, no, and reply to um, Amalia saying, also a smaller note, but if you are a franchise or have stores in several locations and each have a website, don't make the form common or for them all. That means we track all forms, not one. Julie Bricini says, oh my God, yes, a million times to this. If you want to track it, it needs at least one unique data point. Yeah, very true to that. Yes, Sigal replies to question nine saying to have... To have on Google similar to what Facebook has, that you can create audiences based on interaction with an ad content, so that if someone saw an ad and did nothing or interacted and didn't convert to choose a different ad. Um, Mark Gustafson replies, let me pull non-cookie-based data into an attribution tool and let me push those audiences out on other platforms, but... <laughs> LOL, whom am I kidding? Um, so in part two to her answer to question eight, Emma Franks goes, I think it was Michelle SEM at Hero Conference that talked about the price of your offer, i.e. amount of data you're requiring in exchange. If you're retargeting someone who didn't convert, lower the price, fewer form fields, or increase the value they receive. Um, Julia Vice replies to question nine saying super wishful thinking by wish we could remarket across platforms based on Amazon Amazon public wish lists. I feel that's a very good one, actually. Um, Julie Bettina replies to question nine saying I agree on better cross platforms availability for remarketing audiences might have to look at some creative ways to get closer in at a in, sorry, get closer in analytics even so yes on that very informative note um there comes the end of our chat um i'll give our last answer from um john kagan saying that yes but the fcc would not be pleased <laughs> oh i wonder what it is that john kagan doesn't want there what is what's on his wish list for remarketing but yeah that's been a great chat i hope you've got some great takeaways for that one my favorite is the takeaways about you know what you see from a bad remarketing campaign where is where you're re where i'm remarketed remarketing a product i've already bought and where there's no frequency cap and you're just showing me the same ad over and over and eight again without actually improving the offering 
at all. So yes, we've really got to be mindful about these kind of things. These are some suggestions that have been given in the past when we started doing like, you know, like this PPC chat discussions. But yeah, the fact that it's still here makes me think that people are still doing it and it has not disappeared fast enough. So I hope you guys are taking that tip big tip about what not to do for remarketing campaigns. So um, on top of that, I hope you found this talk very useful and took some other great takeaways. And um, yeah, if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solution, do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.